to the Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. On this channel, we have shows and segments that contain adult humor, bad language, dirty jokes, and other stuff that is strictly for mature audiences only. So if you're too young or too sensitive for this kind of material, then please do not watch our channel or our videos. This channel is not for you. Thanks much. And now, on with the show! About to follow. <laughs> And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Geeking Poetic Podcast channel. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Big green one over here. He's, uh, you know, he's. Are you trying? Are you trying to make yourself invisible? You're supposed to be like uh, Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> like right. you, you just sit there, really quiet, and don't move. And you know, go, completely invisible. It's the power of the camo, man. It's the power of the camouflage. <laughs> he's not our. He's not our. Little green guy. He's our big green guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the big green guy. Anyway, he is none other than Vito. <laughs> and then this one over here that's declaring herself with her with her nap shirt. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> she always needs a nap. Always. She could sleep for twelve hours and then like two hours later she's like, I really need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's none other than Megan Guess. And we are back here to talk about what we've been talking about for the last several weeks mm -hmm. and thoroughly enjoying ourselves with too is none other than The Mandalorian. Yeah, we've we've been really loving season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Real quick, because we're getting to the end of it. We don't have much more to talk about no. it. Mm -mm. Just Right off the bat, not only what did you think of the episode, but like the season in general, how do you feel about this season compared to the first one? Because we loved the first season. How are you feeling about this one? Do you think it's as good, better, different? What What do you think? Well, I haven't rewatched the first season. Okay. So I, I don't know if uh, comparing it could be fair, um, but I'm having as much fun, I think, as the first season. I think there's a lot more like, holy shit, that's amazing parts in this season than there was in the first season for me. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a pretty good assessment. You too? Yeah, I agree that I'm, I, I'm with Vito. I haven't really watched the second, first season again, so I don't right. know if I'm being fair to it. Yeah. So I totally get that, but I'm really enjoying this season. Me as well. It's a kick-ass season. It is a really kick-ass season. There hasn't been one episode that I felt like, oh, that was a letdown. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. some are better than others, but mm -hmm. but a lot of times, you know, with everything, with whether it's shows or movies or whatever, you kind of get that sophomore slump where the first is so good, and then you get the follow up, and it's like, oh, that's a disappointment. Not not with the Mandalorian. Mm -mm. No, yeah, yeah, way, yeah, yeah, way better. Yeah, I agree. We have to let you know that this show is all about the spoilers. Just. Tons of spoilers. So if you haven't been watching the show or if you haven't seen this episode in particular, you're not going to want to listen to us talk about it because we're going to give it all away. <laughs> Unless you're like me and you like spoilers mm -hmm. because I love spoilers. I, I spoil everything. <laughs> yeah, my brother does too. Yeah. Yeah, you too. Yeah. He's in a pod. <laughs> I'm, I'm just impatient. I want to know. I, I will actually enjoy it more if I because I get too uppity if I'm like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> you know, if I kind of already know, I don't even have to have it all spoiled, but I like to have an outline. 
Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. I want an outline of what I can expect. So it's like, okay, now I can relax my uppity ass <laughs> and I can just sort of like enjoy this. So yeah, spoilers ahead. You've been warned. But this episode is chapter 15. We're almost we're almost done. Almost done. And this episode was called The Believer. So I was like, hmm, well, that's interesting. What are we believing? Yeah. I could believe that a man can fly. <laughs> no, that's Superman. <laughs> but uh, a great episode is directed by Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. I think I'm saying that right. Famuyiwa. I believe that's it. Sorry, Rick, if I pronounced it wrong. But uh, did a great job. Uh, once again, I, I. how did you guys feel about this episode? Because I have very strong opinions about this episode. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's that was the least enthusiastic <laughs> one yet. <laughs> I'm a huge Bill Burr fan, so I love seeing him in the episode. Right. Um a lot of the action scenes were badass. Right. Um but it's not my favorite episode so far of the bunch. Okay. Okay. All right. Megan. I I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Yeah. A lot of action, a lot of interesting things that happened. Right. Like, oh. That's hmm. Yeah. We'll have to see where this goes. To me, this one, this is probably one of my favorite Mandalorian episodes across the board. Wow. That's of, literally what he said after the episode. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit, I enjoyed that was so amazing. I was and it's probably the first time I've done that, actually. Mm. Bill Burr is amazing. In this episode. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> and I and I like Bill Burr, but I mean, you're like a bigger Bill Burr fan than I am, you know? Like, I know you really dig his stuff and everything. I think he's okay. He's funny. Yeah. And everything. But I wasn't totally sold on him in the first season. This episode took his character and gave it a whole... A lot of depth. Depth and soul and purpose, and you understand him now. He's not just some... Shady asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and in what a cool way. Yeah, we had Valen Hess, the mm-hmm. one uh, Imperial officer that was played by Richard Brake, mm-hmm. who did great, you know. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's cool. He was in, he was in Batman and stuff, mm-hmm. wasn't he? he yeah, was, Batman Begins, I think. Yeah, wasn't he the guy that kills, uh, that shoots the parents or I something? I think so. Yeah, or, I forget exactly, but he was one of the thugs. He was in, he's in the new Tremors film, Shrieker Island. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was still in Game need... of Thrones, too, the Ice yeah. King. Getting into the episode, I mean, it pretty much starts off with where the last one left off. We knew that uh, Mando had gone to Cara Dune to get her help, said he needs to break out Mayfield to help him track down uh, that piece of shit Moff Gideon. So we find that Mayfield is serving hard time in prison and uh, Cara Dune suddenly shows up and releases him from his shackles. It says she's taken him somewhere. I loved that droid that they had in the junkyard there. Yeah. It was like, you know, what, I inmate forget. 33467 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inmate 33467. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think that was it. That was a good memory. Damn. <laughs> We got a little droid of our own on our hands here. Well, it's going to be totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was close, it's close enough. enough. <laughs> but yeah, I love that droid. I thought that was really, he was, it was funny that yeah. whole way, the exchange there. But Mayfield's completely mystified. Like, what What the hell is. Where am I going? What do you want with me? Like, this chick looks like she could break me in half. What's, <laughs> what, what's going on? Walks up and finds Boba Fett standing there by with the slave one. And he kind of 
freaks for a moment because he sees a Mandalorian and is like, oh, and then he's like, oh, okay, cool. I thought you were this other guy. Well, guess what? <laughs> the other guy. Cool music. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other guy being Mando walks out. Bill Burr just turns white and is like, oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm fucked now. Comes to find out that he's being sprung, at least temporarily sprung mm-hmm. from prison because he used to be an Imperial uh, officer of sorts or whatever, an Imperial, sol- Imperial soldier, and has the means to help them track an Imperial ship with Gideon on it and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, when they explain to him what it is that they're trying to track down the child and everything, he kind of softens up like everybody does. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Nobody yet has been just like, fuck that kid. Yeah. Like He's anytime. Just a kid. Who cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just funny because like everybody, even like these hard ass people, it's like, you know, be like, I'm not helping you. I'm not. I don't care about the rebellion. I don't care about the ways of the Mandalore, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, it's for the baby Yoda. And it's like, oh, man, they got baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. All Maybe right. Yoda's doing mind tricks on everybody. Yeah, it's like it's just like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he he explains to them that they have to go to this planet called Morak, where they have an Imperial Rhydonium refinery. Rhydonium is this uh, element they have in the Star Wars universe that's very volatile, like a super volatile element. Like you have to be very careful about its temperature. Moving speed it, that it moves. speed friction <laughs> yeah. and everything. It's 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 highly explosive. So it turns. Why, why yeah. didn't they put the base closer to where they're right. moving it? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's easy to get to it. Yeah, it's like it's okay. some rickety bridge that's about to fall apart. <laughs> like, what I was thinking that too. Well, yeah, exactly. I guess. Well, because I get the um, the impression is that we have to remember that the Imperials are not above board here. You know what I mean? Like. They're not even operating in a way that most of the universe realizes they're still around. Because mm-hmm. even when Mayfield first says, okay, we got to go to Morak to find this Rhydonium uh, refinery, their first reaction is, there's nothing on Morak. And he's like, yeah, no, there is. There's, mm-hmm. there's, it's, it's there. It's secret. So I think that's why they had that refinery so far away from where they were harvesting the Rhydonium from because otherwise they would have been more like out in the open where people would have seen them and stuff. I guess. The people who do see them there are the locals and those people are not happy at all about the Imperials' presence there. Well, it sounds like they weren't happy with the New Republic either. No, and and Mayfield makes that point. When mm-hmm. they get to the planet, uh, the first part of their plan is that Mayfield says, okay, I'm, we're going to need to go into this refinery, steal one of these Rhydonium transports, uh, dress up in their you know, trooper armor stuff, and we're going to have to sneak in there through these villages with the Rhydonium and everything. And, and then a little twist there is that it turns out none of the other people in the group, Boba Fett, Cara Dune, or uh, Fennec, can be part of this because they're all known and wanted by the yeah, empire. Like the ASP or something like that. You know, DNA yeah. scans. Yeah, scan they have them. the DNA scans and all that stuff. So the only one who can accompany Mayfield is Din Djarin. Problem with that is you can't go walking in there and Beskar Mandalorian <laughs> steal. So Do that a little bit. So Din, just to go and show how desperate he is to get the child back, actually takes all of his armor, including his helmet off, and puts on this stupid... Tr- Nasty, dripping... Oh, that was gross. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, I love when when Bill Burr's putting that guy's armor on. He was like, "Ah, oh, it's still wet." Oh god, it's so gross! <laughs> My stomach churned. She, we were watching that, and she just like groaned out loud when he said that. She was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gross." But anyway, they they they're gonna have to put this this armor on. So Dindrine actually takes all his stuff off, hands it off to Cara Dune, and and willingly puts all that on. And uh, when they're in the process of trying to get through this village and everything Mayfield starts and this is one to me one of the best bits of dialogue that we've had in the whole series when Mayfield's just kind of trying to make small talk Bill Burr style small talk being a smart ass and shit <laughs> at first being a smart ass and with Mando and Mando of course is sitting there not wanting to respond and all mm-hmm. that and he just starts pointing out to him that like hey you know to all these people out here like it doesn't matter whether it's the Imperials or if it's the Empire or if it's the New Republic. Like all they see are people coming in trying to enforce rules and and just you know rule and reign over them kind of thing. It's like it's all the same. Mm-hmm. So you know you need to think about that and maybe going forward and all this and Mando's being real obdurate about it and saying no you know you know you and i are nothing alike you know don't even try to compare our values and rules and stuff and he points out to him he's like no we're not that much different i mean look at you you just took your helmet off and took all your armor off because when you get desperate you do what you got to do and you'll break rules and you'll go against codes and all this shit what do you think it is i do you know Mm -hmm. like you're so judgmental about me but and everybody else but Look at yourself. And I love that because it just goes back to what I was talking about in our past recaps where it's like you see Mando like growing mm-hmm. as a person. Coming more aware of everything. Of the world yeah. because he's always just been so one track minded. You know, mm-hmm. he was always just this bounty hunter guy that had this code and just didn't care about anybody other than getting Beskar and all and it's kind of boring, you know, like, I mean, I know there's been some pushback, like, I mean, like, how do you guys feel about the idea of him changing that much where now he's like willing to take his armor off and stuff? Like, how do you feel about that? I didn't like the idea that he took his helmet off again. <laughs> I wish that we'd gone through the whole series and never seen that that dude's face. <laughs> I understand the character growth and stuff. I yeah. just think how badass it would be if he was just like this true Mandalorian for the entire run of the show. I, I, well, he is I a true know. Mandalorian. It's just his sect was a little brainwashy. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I see both sides. I, I just think it's cool that you watch a show with a guy that you never see his face. Right. But you're still totally invested in that dude because he's such a badass, but mm-hmm. you don't know what he looks like. I just think that's cool. You know? Yeah, I feel like I connect with him more when his mask is on than when it's off. Because when he took it's, it it's, off, I was like, oh, that, oh, that's what you look like. It just, it was jarring to me. I don't know. You know? Was it din jarring to you? Yeah. It was, <laughs> 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 Sorry, everybody. That was really, <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> um, I think it should be, though. That's the thing. Like, I think that I don't feel like it was like a Wizard of Oz, like pulling the the curtain back and suddenly there's this fat little sad, pathetic dude there, you know, putting on a phony voice. I th- I don't think it's like to that level. I think that it's interesting because you pointed out that later in the episode when he does have to take his helmet off and everything and he's actually in the presence of other people and being seen 
it's like he doesn't know how to act. Yeah, he got real quiet in that scene. Yeah. Usually he's, he's, I mean, he doesn't talk a lot, but he has something to say and something forceful to say. And he just kind of sat back and let Mayfield. Mayfield, Mayfield, yeah, (laughs) and Val and Hess. Yeah, Yeah, just just do all the talking. He's like like a ping pong ball back and forth between them. He's like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And I think, well, part of the reason of that, I think, is because if he's opened his mouth, I think they would have known right away that, well, this guy's fucking infiltrating us because he knows nothing about imperial codes, ranks, all that other shit. Sure. You know? And that's part of it. But I mean, even just the way he's like holding himself and the look on his face, it's like it, it, it makes me think of when you have those dreams about being naked in class. You're back in school and you're in your underwear or something like that. You know, and it, you know what I'm talking about, right? Sure. You've, ne- I mean, that's never such had a con- that dream. <laughs> never, yeah. I know. Yeah. You've heard that, yeah, that yeah, yeah, euphemism, yes, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you may not have had that right. The, any kind of situation where you're, or you know, or you're at a meeting at work, and suddenly you're, you know, you're called upon. You're like, oh, yeah, um, and, you, and you just find yourself like you don't know what to say, and you've forgotten everything, kind mm-hmm. of thing. It kind of reminded me of that. It's like, it's like you could see even once he put his stuff back on, it was like all of a sudden he felt he was more him. He felt like him. He got his yeah. security blanket back. Exactly. So anyway, they're having this conversation in the in the vehicle and everything. And you can see as he's saying all this stuff, as Mayfield's saying all this stuff to Mando, you can kind of tell that Mando is maybe thinking about it and everything. Because another point that Mayfield makes is that it really comes down to the, the actions you do and the decisions you make should be based on what you think is right and you being able to like so-called sleep at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you know be able to to live with yourself kind of thing as all that is transpiring they're talking about that it looks like they should be good to go all of a sudden all hell breaks loose because (laughs) the vehicle gets attacked by these funky looking pirate alien guys Mm -hmm. i thought that was cool as fuck it was yeah that kind of reminded me of like a jackie chan movie or something (laughs) where it's like him against there's just like truckloads of all these like martial arts dudes you know like jumping out you know <laughs> like rumble in the bronx or something like yeah that. yeah exactly exactly i just thought that was awesome there was some of the coolest fighting scenes i'd seen mm-hmm. with them because i mean where we were literally sitting there watching just going oh oh <laughs> like we were just cool. <laughs> yeah there was it was great with the they all got thermal detonators because yeah, yeah. they're trying to blow up the radonium and everything. I thought that was choreographed really well. I loved it the as it's getting to the end. You like you think like, oh, they made it, and all of a sudden now here comes more six oh. ships. Are yeah, you kidding like me? Six more skip ships <laughs> with more of these. All of them have these bombs, and just yeah, just that. I like how they all turning them on like one after the they, other. Yeah, oh, dude, they're fucked, man. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. this again, how are we gonna get out of this? I don't understand. <laughs> right. I mean, even I was sitting there looking at it, going, "How the fuck are they gonna get out of this?" Because that was the other cool thing about it. It was the first time we've ever seen Mando fight without all his stuff. And what was that was cool. Yeah, what was awesome was he went to go block and he thought he had the best guard yep. to crack that armor. He's like, oh, fuck, that's right. I don't yep. have the armor anymore. I Ex- thought that was really, really cool. Exactly, man. yeah. Yeah, I love the, all the spear fighting and stuff because it's kind of a foreshadowing of with where, his Beskar's Because yeah. he's got that so, Beskar spear. Yeah, I really... Yeah, he's already good at using that yeah. shit. Yeah, so I really hope we get a good scene with that coming up very mm-hmm. soon. Hopefully. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be really badass because, again, in Game of Thrones, okay. this actor 
was all about the spear. Oh, really? So he, he's got skills with it. Okay. Oh. So it can be really fucking good. Nice. No shit. See, yeah. I'm not aware of that. I'm not, I yeah. don't, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I saw the first two seasons and that was yeah, it. Yeah, he came in later and he was like, oh, kick yeah, ass. He, he's really good at awesome. it. Awesome. Okay. So see, <laughs> so the, the reveal of him getting that spear was even more telling then, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's about to get real. Awesome. That's cool. Okay. Well, even better than yeah, his I love him having those spears and throwing it, hitting that dude, knocking him right off the bat. Yeah. Awesome, love that whole thing. And then he straightens up; he's like totally sore and beaten, everything. I love how he gets up in that like lame, like <laughs> it's just like okay, well I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm going I'm down. Gonna, I'm going down, <laughs> but let me put my fists up. And then all of a sudden, for the probably the first time in Star Wars history. You get excited and cheer because here come a bunch of TIE fighters. Yeah, how was how was that? That was yeah. weird. <laughs> loved it. And I, I was like, yes, loved three. It. I was like, oh, wait, wait, what am I doing? That's not right. <laughs> loved it. I loved it. We've never, and it's the thing, like another thing that this show is giving us, we've never seen really from the position of the Imperials. We always all we've ever seen are just doofy stormtroopers who can't hit a target you know and a bunch of snivelly british accented because they always have to have british accents (laughs) um imperial officers that are just kind of dim-witted in their own right Mm -hmm. and everything and this time like as as uh mayfield and mando are rolling in and you see all those shore troopers and stormtroopers all like cheering on and like talking and like just showing it's like these are people now they're still wrong or whatever. They're still, but there's they're people. These aren't robots. You know what I mean? Like, but as Mayfield pointed out, both sides are wrong. They well, as he pointed out, yeah, it's that I wouldn't necessarily say that the New Republic is wrong. I mean, I think that it's just a matter of there's people out there, and I don't want to get political, but yeah. just like in real life, there yeah. are people out there that are on both sides of things and some of them are doing it for what they honestly believe is the right reasons even if it turns out they're wrong mm-hmm. but they but you know like these guys a lot of these guys that go into service for to be a shore trooper or stormtrooper or a tie pilot they're not necessarily like looking at it like oh, i want to go be evil <laughs> right like, no they're just serving their they think what they think is right they think like oh no like we need order we need i believe that the, you know whoever the emperor whoever like they they're gonna bring you know they're gonna make us united and make things better and all this stuff and it's like well you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of these troopers, and we've seen that we got a little more exposure with that with characters like Finn later on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is a lot of these troopers don't even realize what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. It's once they and we get into that a little bit more coming up in a moment because after yeah. they get into the building and they realize that the terminal that they need to access to be able to find out where Moff Gideon is is in a mess hall. Mayfield freaks out because he sees <laughs> Valen Hess in there and he's like, oh, shit, that's my old commanding officer. What if he recognizes me? I, I can't do this. I got to bail. And then that's when Din Djarin realizes I'm going to have to do this and I'm going to have to take my helmet off. So he does. He goes, takes his helmet off so that it can do the whole facial DNA scan thing. 
And of course, because he's acting all squirrely and weird and everything. <laughs> well, first of all, the fucking Bill Burr like stops Dennis tracks, turns around, right. and they stand right in the obvious. fucking entrance, whispering. And all of a sudden, Hess is still looking at them like, what are these two guys up to? Right. And then Mando slowly walks in, stops, <laughs> yeah. and looks at Hess, and then goes, it's like, dude, come on, man. Worst <laughs> spies ever. <laughs> Like, we could have done better. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like Austin Powers exactly. is less conspicuous <laughs> than these guys. I agree. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you saw where. I mean, you saw where this was going. You're like, <laughs> well, you know, they're gonna get caught. So Valen Hess gets up and he goes over and he starts asking Mando all these questions and he's tongue tied, doesn't know what to say. Bilber finally says, "Fuck it." And he goes, steps in. Uses his charm and because he knows, you know, he he comes across like he's supposed to be there and everything. Once Valen Hess realizes that they're the guys that saved all the Rhydonium and all that stuff, he says, oh, come on, I'm going to get you guys a drink. And they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And now it gets to a scene that, again, is possibly one of the finest scenes in the whole Mandalorian series and not only is it fi- one of the finest scenes just because of what it was, but because it is one of the most blatantly ripped off sequences they've ever done. Because we've seen all sorts of like homages like, oh, that's the Rolling Stone. Oh, that's Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, this part is from, you know, Robocop or this yeah. is Terminator. This next scene, when they're sitting there at the table and Valen Hess is being confronted now by Mayfield because Mayfield's like basically saying to him what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you think you guys are right? Like my whole platoon died under your rule. You just throw us all away. You, you, you know, we're expendable to you. The, the other people on these planets that you invade are expendable to you. You just, you just steamroll all over them. He's like, well, I had to make hard decisions. Yeah, and the guy's saying, he was like, yeah, but, you know, we're it's it's the way it goes. This is business. This is, you know, this is how it is and all that. And you just see, and as, as Hess is going on and just, like, getting deeper and you just see Mayfield just sitting there really quiet and they're slowly zooming in on him and his intensity and you can see that he's, like, starting to boil up inside and everything. Mando's like, don't do it. Don't <laughs> yeah, Mando's, fucking do it. Mando's, Mando, well, Mando's just sitting there like, this isn't good. Like, this is not a conversation. What are we going to do in here and yeah. everything? And then all of a sudden, you know, when, when Hess raises his drink and is like, you know, cheers, you guys. And then Bill Burr stands up and boom, and he shoots <laughs> Val and has, you know, dead square in the middle of the chest and shoots that motherfucker dead. And that was straight up the Michael Corleone scene <laughs> in the restaurant with Salazzo and the police chief and everything. The famous scene when Michael Corleone makes the that big move that finally gets him into that world and everything when he goes and shoots him because he's the only one that can get in there and make it. As I was watching it transpire, I'm like watching this and I'm like, oh, this kind of reminds me a little bit of that scene in The Godfather. And then as it's going on and they're just showing their, that zoom they're doing on Bill Burr and him that's, and I'm like, God damn, this is the fucking Godfather. <laughs> this is straight up the Godfather. And then with him getting up and shooting him the way he did, I'm like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, I so want to just take that scene 
and then right after you shoot them and then insert that music from da, 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 that same music they use in the godfather it'd be perfect so anyway the on the, the, the i think it's great because then unlike the godfather they added humor to it because i love the next scene is right as he does that that shore trooper walks in <laughs> with his food tray <laughs> and he just freezes and is like whoa <laughs> and bill burr just looks at him and is like <laughs> shoots him. they just start shooting the yeah. fuck out of that place and then that whole escape scene and everything with them the fugitive it was very fugitive oh yeah with yeah the, with, with, the the, with the waterfall yeah. and all that sure. but how awesome was that whole sequence like the way they did that with those two blasting their way through trying to scale that wall while meanwhile up on the ridge sniping and- you had Cara Dune and Fennec with the sniper and you know it's like you know like calling out it's like two on the roof I got it yeah. you know boom, boom, like love sniper scenes dude they're so cool <laughs> that whole scene gave me chills it was so well done i i have to say you you guys know how i kind of cringe at girl power and all this kind of yeah, stuff yeah. this show is fucking killing it doing it right yeah how the, yeah because we had those two kicking ass and you don't stop and think oh these are just two girls up there like no these are just Soldiers, badass soldiers. Yeah. yeah, it's not all about and them. It was like, yeah, it's the Ahsoka and right. It, Morgan. Well, that's what. I, yeah, what's great about this is oh, that it's amazing. it's just a bunch of beings. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of people and beings and stuff. And it's not ba- breaking it down to be about what their gender is or even mm-hmm. their age. You know, because mm-hmm. when you look at somebody like the child and how fucking strong and amazing he is, and he's he's a child. Mm-hmm. You know, a fifty-year-old child, but he, nonetheless, he's a child. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This yeah, sh- this, this show I'm loving that aspect. This show gets it really right. And then I loved what the the redemption they had as they get out, Boba Fett comes and scoops them all up and before they fly off and get away, Mayfield's like, "Hang on a minute. Hand me that <laughs> sniper rifle." Yeah. And he pulls it out and he just blows the shit out of that Rhydonium and destroys basically destroys that whole mining thing. Mhm. I, like that was cool. Like I wasn't expecting that. I didn't even think about that. But when I realized what he was going to do, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, yes. that's killer!" And um, you know, and then made the point like, I have to sleep at night. You know, yeah. I can't just yeah, run away cool. from this. So. I loved when he said that. Yeah. Um, and then another really cool thing. I don't know how how you guys felt, but I thought I was like, "That's one of the coolest effects I've seen in Star Wars." Mm-hmm. Is those Tie Fighters start coming after the Slave One? Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, you know, fat. We got Tie Fighters, and he's like, I'm on it. And he drops that fucking bomb, the Sonic Torpedo, buddy, dude. And then Clone Wars, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That fucking Sonic, yeah, like I the love way that, that dude. That was fucking awesome. I was <laughs> like, oh, this is so good. That's what I loved about uh, Attack of the Clones when they were going into right. an asteroid, building. right? I, yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Attack Same of the Clones one. has yeah. one or two, couple, two tree good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're getting we're getting somewhere. We take out we'll all the really we, yeah. we take out all the really corny humor and basically <sighs> most of Padme and and Anakin out of Attack of the Clones, and then maybe we can talk. Okay. <laughs> anyway, speaking of corny humor, yeah. we have to go back to that fugitive scene. Uh huh. And those. <laughs> every time (laughs) every time one of those troopers got pulled out or shot and they fell like every like they they didn't yeah go back folks if you go back and watch it again if you didn't notice it the first time it's not just like a oh or something like that it's literally like 
It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it was steady the whole way. And, and some of them are funny. They're like, what? <laughs> like they were oh, really having amazing. they were having a lot of fun in the sound post yeah. uh you know effects stuff they were doing they were like let's just make it like we've got a lot of falling guys like we can't have them all have the same sound Wilhelm scream or whatever yeah you know? yeah we can't all have them have the same scream so they were just having so much fun like, it's like Vito with some of our teasers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gets me every time. Dude, that was hilarious. So at the end of it, uh, yeah, they end up, Mayfield's like, all right, well, I guess you got to take me back to prison now. And um, Mando and Kara are like, yeah, it's man, it's too bad Mayfield died in that explosion back there. And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Megs is like, wait, wait, what? What are you talking And then he starts to realize that like they're basically going to tell everybody that he died so he can get away free mm-hmm. and everything and he was like holy shit all right cool you know like they so he see you later <laughs> yeah he walks they say all right well we've got the means now to to track him down and they end up sending a hollow message to uh, moff gideon's ship mm-hmm. and it's fucking awesome it's awesome because Way to he, make you eat your words <laughs> he quotes back at moff gideon the same horse shit <laughs> That Gideon said to him at the end of the first season when he says, you have something I want. Those using the same words, but switching who and was saying he. it. The child now means more to him than his creed mm-hmm. does. Like it has become Clearly. his creed. That is, you know, his way is his way of the Mandalore is now all about. I have to basically protect and father or whatever you want to call it. This child. Before we wrap it up, we have to get into our theories, and there's there's some rumors and theories going around that are a little concerning to me. Yeah. You brought it up and hinted at it in the last episode. You didn't want to hear it. There's some strong rumors out there about what the future of Dinger in the character may or may not be, mm-hmm. because before the season started, um, there was some issues with Pedro Pascal. This is this is what's being rumored by people who claim to have inside sources that Pedro Pascal was not happy at the idea of I'm just always going to be this guy who hardly says anything and wears the mask all the time. There was a lot Did of he not know what he was signing up for. <laughs> well, you know, you never know how things come yeah, across. So. You know, I mean, it happens all the time with actors and and directors and stuff where actors start feeling their character more and the actors start going, well, I could see my character going, I feel like I should go in this direction. And the director and the writer are going, oh, that's not where we at all thought you're, you know, but as the actor, you feel like you know because you're that character. I think, and that's what a lot of people are speculating of why we got the whole thing with him taking off the helmet. I was going to say, maybe this is kind of a a balance between to keep everybody some kind of happy. Right. I think that there was a, there's a high possibility that that's true. Mm-hmm. But the thing that is really now triggered people's curiosity is the fact that they've reportedly been this fall filming the Boba, Boba Fett series. They are filming the Boba Fett series at the same time frame that they normally in the past were filming The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. When they just made the announcement the other day, literally several days ago, Mm -hmm. Kathleen Kennedy came out and made the announcement of all the upcoming shows, Boba Fett was not listed. Nope. But we know they're filming a Boba Fett show. They're doing some filming with Boba Fett. So 
people are wondering if season three of The Mandalorian is essentially going to become about Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. I don't know how I feel about that. I want a Boba Fett show. Boba Fett's fucking great. And we've been, people like me have been wanting it for 40 years, right? <laughs> Literally 40 years, literally since the fucking holiday special came out <laughs> with that weird cartoon. And I saw how awesome Boba Fett was. And I hoped he was going to do more in Empire. And he didn't. I hoped he was going to do more in Return of the Jedi. And he didn't. I, I've been wanting Boba Fett. But I don't know if I want it at the cost of losing Mando. Now, you had brought up like you had a theory like maybe something happened like. Maybe at the end of this season, like some, maybe he gets maybe, captured and put. Because yeah. baby Grogu's got to grow and he can't grow if he's attached to Mando. Yeah. So something's got to happen to Mando. Something, somehow, some way. Yeah. Mando's got to go. Yeah. For Grogu to grow. Or maybe he falls on a Sarlacc pick and it comes out <laughs> 40 years later. Yeah, it's or it's a possibility he might be sacrificing himself and get stranded on a planet with no ship and or let something. the other guys like look you guys have to go right now and take the child with you and just leave me or whatever because I'm going to deal with Gideon or something like that. Right, Who knows, right. You know? He's going to stay behind That's, Obi Obi-Wan style and That makes me really nervous about what's going to come in this last episode, man. Yeah, cuz it hasn't been announced that Mando is coming out like this time next year, like we have to wait like a full year before we get more Mando. Oh, at least, yeah. Yeah. Like December 2021. Yeah. I just now hope they don't. Finishing it. Yeah, I just hope they don't cram this into like a 28 minute episode and just wrap everything up. You well, know? I heard it's fifth, like 59 minutes long. Oh, okay. oh nice. That makes sense. Yeah, that's almost like a double then. Yeah. Okay. That that that's. Better. I'll have to cram a lot of shit in there to wrap this all up. Yeah, but still, it's nice better than. Bow, but yeah, it's better than like a 35 minute episode. Yes. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's no way. I want to know what you think about everybody griping about Boba Fett's new paint job. What about it? Like everybody's complaining. It's like he's always had beat up armor and everything, and now it's all nice, shiny and new. Maybe he fixed it up. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you, if you were Boba? Maybe you'd be like, I want to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I didn't see the big I deal, but I haven't been a Boba Fett fan for 40 yeah. years. So, I'm like, I don't get it. I just. <laughs> only Larry has. Right? As like, I, I There's would... a lot of people. That <laughs> Maybe in this room, I'm the only one, but you folks can back me up. We know I, Boba Fett is. I know, and a big clearly, because everybody's having a heart attack about it. I was like, it was really bad. It was in a fucking Sarlacc pit. I know. And, I, and then that dragon, too. I mean, it needed fixed up. Yeah, exactly. It's I not mean, perfect. It still has dents in it and Right, stuff, exactly. Who cares? I mean, that that's the kind of, that's the kind of shit where I draw the line. <laughs> as much as I'm a dork about all this stuff, it's like things like that. I don't. I don't care when they get uppity about that. You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, in the last movie, Luke's hair was more like dirty blonde. And in this one, it looks more brownish. It's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> I know everybody was having a heart attack because Mando has a mustache. It's like, if you always have a mask on, why do you have a mustache? Because like, he doesn't can't... get to shave very often. <laughs> like, well, what does he have a full beard then? Like, who cares? He likes to look good for himself. You know, some people and? have facial hair that don't doesn't grow even. Like, I mean, that's why I can't have a full beard because mine doesn't grow out in certain spots. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we get some of those answers. But I agree with you. I hope they don't just try to title. I don't think they are. I don't think they're going to tidally wrap it up. I have a feeling we're going to get left with, um, especially since it is Star Wars and historically, the second installment of a Star Wars thing does not usually end very well. That's true. Uh, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> so we may get an Empire Strikes Back style ending here where we're like, 
Oh, oh no. no. No one. <laughs> so we shall see. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I also love once again the Indiana Jones reference. Which one? When he came up in the tank and he popped up. Yeah. So he's in the tank and yeah, I just yeah. loved it. There's always <laughs> going to be Indiana Jones yeah, in it. I, I mean, always find it in there somewhere. It's all tied in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Well, all I know is, folks, thank you so much for watching and or listening to us. Uh, we want to hear your theories, especially if you've there's so much stuff out there. If you've heard anything that maybe we didn't talk about having to do with what's coming for The Mandalorian, let us know. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. subscribe, share, all that shit. Let us know. And then the next time we're back, man, we're going to have a lot to talk about because mm. it'll be the final episode. Of, crazy. Yeah, of the Mandalorian recap review. We hope you all have been enjoying it so far. So we'll be back soon. See you, everybody. Doodles. Bye.